Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Sunday, October 15th. Game number two in the books. Flyers played in Ottawa yesterday. Second game of a two-game road trip. And they go down against the Sens by a final score of 5-2. to two. Sens look like uh, a team that was pretty in control most of the game. Flyers got down 2-0 in the game by two Jacob Chickering goals. That put the Sens up 2-0. Uh, got an even strength goal. Then he got a power play goal on a beautiful one-time shot to beat Carter Hart. Then the Flyers get on the board. It's a familiar face that's on the board. He had two in the first game. He's got another goal here in game two. Travis Konechny standing on the porch. It's a five-on-three situation. And, you know, you look at how they're operating on the five-on-three. First and foremost, I think we know that they have not practiced five-on-three at this point early in the season just yet. But it was really evident what they wanted to do. They had Cam York out there. They also had Travis Sanheim out there on the point and trying to work the puck on the right side to Tyson Forster. Now, Tyson Forster is a guy that I think for the most part on power plays, we'll probably see him on the left side. That right-hand shot, it'll be the one-time opportunity kind of from the Alex Ovechkin spot. We saw that later in the game on the power play. But on the five-on-three, if you have your high point man, Cam York in this situation, kind of running your power play to the left side of the ice as a left-hand shot, then you can kind of have Tyson Forster drifting out towards the blue line, and then he can get the puck on that cross-ice pass and assess. He can go, okay, I can come in, see how much ground, how much real estate I can take to get closer to the goalie to let the shot go. I can look at my options and where I can pass the puck to, and I can look at my options and go back to Cam York as well. And they, they kept repeatedly going back to that play and setting up Tyson Forster on the power play, eventually he does let it go. He takes the real estate. He gets as close as he can to the Ottawa netminder, lets his shot go, and Travis Connecting right there just slams home the rebound. His now third goal of the season, Tyson Forster, and Travis Sanheim was actually on the point at that point in the game on the power play, and he picked up an assist as well. So that made it 2-1. We'd headed the second period with Ottawa leading 2-1, then 16-12 in on the power play. Jake Sanderson uh, picks up the goal, power play goal, second power play goal of the game for Ottawa. And then the Flyers come right back 16 seconds later and get the goal back. So it's 3-1. Cam York scores, makes it 3-2. Really nice give-and-go play uh, that Cam York worked with Travis Konechny. Konechny's kind of straddling the blue line on the left side of the ice, the Ottawa blue line. And York exits the zone with good speed. And he's got a good amount of ice in front of him. Chips a puck to Konechny, who just one touches it to a spot where Cam York can just kind of jump around his man. Got tons of momentum and go in and get the shot off. And he does. And he goes bar down. And it puts the Flyers on the board. 3-2 the score at that point. Konechny and Walker pick up the assist. But then late in the period, this, these ones are killers. 1954 into the second period. So just six seconds left on the clock, probably even less than six seconds. And Brady Kachuk picks up his first of two. Five, six seconds left in the period. You were going to go into the locker room, down a goal, three to two. Now you're going into the locker room, headed into the third on the road, and you're down two goals, four to two. Then you couple that with in the third period, they start, they end up on the PK, and Brady Kachuk picks up the power play goal 
on the power play. And uh, Claude Giroux and Tim Stutzler pick up the assist. Giroux with a couple assists in the game. Uh, Brady Kachuk with a couple of goals. And Jacob Chikrin with a couple of goals. And it is the Ottawa Senators who get the 5-2 win. Flyers battled to the end. Uh, they outshot the Senators, I think, in the third period. They, they had like 12 shots in the third period to, I think, 5 or 6 for, for Ottawa. But just not enough on, on this day. Chikrin with a three-point game. I mean, this is like the game of players that are attached to the Flyers in some way, shape, or form. Jacob Chikrin, two goals and an assist. His dad, Jeff, played for the Flyers. Jake Sanderson had a goal and an assist in this game. His dad played for the Flyers for a season. So, I mean, you look all over. Ridley Gregg ended up with an assist in this game. His dad played for the Flyers, mostly for the Phantoms, but is also a scout for the Flyers. So it was kind of a, an attached-to-the-Flyers kind of game. And then, obviously, Claude Giroux picks up a couple of assists as well. Ottawa's a team came in today needing a win. They need to get off to a better start. They lost their opener against the Carolina Hurricanes, and they come into this game and played a really good game. Flyers didn't play their best game, um, weren't horrific. The score may be a bit lopsided for what the game was, but some really timely scoring for the Ottawa Senators probably was the difference here. And, you know, I thought that Travis Konechny, once again, I thought he played a great game today. He had a, a lot of good chances. Again, he's just moving so well. He's got three goals, a couple assists on the season. So he's already piling up the points. Cam York, I thought, in the game was extremely strong again. And I don't know if everybody agrees with this one, but I thought that Sean Couturier played really well in game number two. We talked about this on the postgame show, Brian Smith and I. Um, you guys have heard me say on a number of occasions, I don't really pay attention a whole lot to what a coach says he feels about a player. I tend to kind of judge how I think the coach feels about a player by how he uses the player, what his player usage is. And Sean Couturier in the first game played over 23 minutes, and in the game yesterday played exactly 20 minutes of ice time. He was the leading ice time getter amongst Flyers forwards in the game. Played six minutes and 13 seconds on the power play. He played three minutes and two seconds shorthanded. He played 10 minutes and 45 seconds even strength. He went 11 and 11 in the faceoff circle, 50%. Flyers got bludgeoned pretty good in the faceoff circle in the game. But Sean Couturier kind of did exactly what he's been his entire career. An all-situations player. Significant power play time, significant penalty kill time, significant even strength, and taking key draws along the way. So, I look, I think Sean Couturier has never been a flashy player. He's never been a player that makes you jump out of your seat and go, wow, did you, can you believe what he just did? He's a structurally sound, incredibly high hockey IQ player. And he's not one of those guys that's going to move up and down the ice and you're going to go, well, man, he flies up and down the ice. That's not his game, but that's never been his game. Frankly, two games in, I'm surprised he is where he is. I still think he has a little work to do, but I'm surprised where he is two games in. That's a good sign. You know, you look at the Flyers forwards, and second highest on the team in ice time is Cam Atkinson, who also missed the entirety of last season. Why? Because he's an all-situations player. Five minutes and 10 seconds on the power play, two and a half minutes on the PK, nine minutes and 14 seconds on even strength. That's why. 
I mean, you look at Cam Atkinson, he played just a little over three minutes more in the game than Noah Cates, a center who kills a lot of penalties and plays some power play. So I always I tend to look at usage. Now, there's a couple of guys on the team. Neil Andre got his first start, thought he was fine in the game, made some mistakes, played 16 minutes and 27 seconds, wasn't perfect, nothing egregious. But Tyson Forster had a pretty tough mistake on the what would turn into a big factor into the second Ottawa goal. He's in the offensive zone on a two-on-one. Chikrin slides, taking his feet out. And, you know, Forster's unable to get the puck to the other player on the rush attempt. That, that's n- nothing wrong with that. He swings around behind the Ottawa net, but then he tries to force the puck back to his point, hits Claude Giroux, and it ends up as a two-on-one, almost three-on-one rush the other way. He's doing everything he can because he's the one that coughed up the puck in the offensive zone, takes a slashing penalty. Ottawa goes on the power play, good power play. Chickering gets the goal. That's one of those mistakes that young players are going to make. But I didn't think that Tyson Forster, after that mistake, went into a shell. So that's a good thing. His first game action of the year. He ended up uh, with a point in the game as well. He assisted on the first goal for the Flyers by Travis Konechny because he had the shot to the net. But there's a, a couple of guys I'd like to see get it going. Now, this is only two games into the season. Just like I wasn't going crazy over the moon about a 4-2 win over Columbus on the road to open the season. I'm not going to go the other way and go jumping off bridges right now because of a 5-2 loss on the road against Ottawa. You know, you got to look at much larger sample sizes before we figure out who's who, what's what, not only around the league, but for the Flyers as well. But there's a few guys that I haven't seen pop enough just yet that I want to see get their game going immediately, if not sooner. And a couple of guys that I thought ended camp pretty well. Morgan Frost, I thought, ended the preseason and training camp really well. It just didn't see him making a lot of plays in these games, creating a lot of offense. And then the other one is a guy that, you know, really blossomed last year as well, and that's Owen Tippett. He had a bunch, I think he had eight or nine shot attempts in the game against Ottawa, only one got to the net. A couple of blocked, a couple he shot wide or over the net. Got to hit the net more. Those are two players that I'd like to see get their game going a little bit more. Maybe Noah Cates to some extent there as well. And Scott Lawton wasn't very noticeable in the game Saturday against Ottawa as well. Now, Ottawa played a really good game. They're a good team. I think we look at Ottawa and we kind of go, okay, they made the playoffs in a long time. You know, they're a team that's every year they say is on the rise. Are they really on the rise? We'll see. If they get goaltending and they can get and stay healthy, then Ottawa will be a good team. Will they make the playoffs? I don't know. They're in a tough division in the Atlantic. But they are an improved team, and they've put some pieces in place. That Brady Kachuk is a player, an absolute stud. Then you got Stutzla, you got Shabbat, Nars will be coming, you got Giroux. You've got some talent there. So all said and done, Ottawa looked like the team that was a little bit more desperate today. Not that I thought the Flyers lacked any intensity or effort, but, you know, the Ottawa Senators opening up at home, a couple of ceremonies before the game. They honored Claude Giroux for getting his 1,000th point, now 1,000, well, 1,002 heading into the game. Had a couple more, 1,004 now for his career. 
and then you, or thousandth game, I should say, and then n thousand point, and then also they introduced the new ownership of the Ottawa Senators, and that's a big deal up there because ownership's been obviously a huge is- issue with the Ottawa Senators for a number of years. They've got new ownership, and a lot of their fan base is very excited about the new owners. So it was a good way to kick off their season. Ottawa, stick taps to them. They played a very good game. Flyers got a rebound now. You went on the you on the road to open up two. You get the 4-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Good. You got the 5-2 loss against Ottawa. Now you got to bounce back. You got to do it Tuesday. You're going to have your own ceremonies, opening up a building, new dressing rooms, all that. That'll be unveiled to the, the players on Monday. But Tuesday is when uh, the Flyers will kick off the home schedule. They'll get Vancouver Tuesday, and they'll get the Edmonton Oilers on Thursday. Now, Tuesday's game, a couple of things with this. Number one, they moved the game to 6 o'clock. They moved it to 6, six o'clock because the Phillies play, I think, at 8.07 in the NLCS. And there's also an international soccer match at Lincoln Financial Field, I think it's 7.30, between Germany and Mexico. So it's going to be a busy, busy sports complex. Flyers doors will open up 90 minutes prior to 6, so what's that, 4.30. And at 3 o'clock, they will begin an outdoor block party. So get down there early, hang out. You know, Don't worry about rushing and jamming your way in there. Maybe knock out of work a little bit early, I'll write you a note. And go in, hang out at the block party, come in, watch the Flyers game when it's over, head over to Xfinity Live, watch the remainder of the Phillies game, and, and go from there. So that's the deal for Tuesday. Now, Monday, you can also head down to Wells Fargo Center for an open practice at the center. Flyers don't usually practice at Wells Fargo Center, but they're going to unveil the new locker rooms to the players on the event level and the redone space down there. And they're going to practice there probably beginning right around 11 o'clock. So you can go down on Monday at around 1030 and check out Flyers practice at Wells Fargo Center as well. So that'd be a cool thing. It'd be a cool couple of days, really fun sports week here in Philadelphia. I mean, you got the Phillies in the playoffs. You have the soccer match. You have, obviously, Vancouver and Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes, Thatcher Demko, Rick Tockett coaching that team coming to town on Tuesday. And Thursday, you get one of the best spectacles in sport, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, the Edmonton Oilers coming to Philadelphia. So it's going to be a fun week of sports in Philadelphia. Got to take care of business. Got to rebound off this 5-2 loss against the Senators. And Flyers get their first opportunity to do that against Vancouver coming up on Tuesday. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Uh, Flyers Daily. It is uh, brought to you and presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. We'll be back tomorrow, Monday edition. Bill Meltzer will join us as well. So join us then on a brand new Flyers Daily.